All right, we're back with another episode of Swag Tier. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And just this past weekend, I was at my first non-gaming convention in a long time. I think the past, the last one might have literally been the licensing expo we mentioned in uh, the previous episode. This one was the New York International Auto Show at Jacob Javits Center here in New York. Oh, the same convention center as before. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize that weirdo name. <laughs> Jacob? Whatever the last name was. <laughs> oh, Javits. Huh. Yeah. It's the same, same space, uh, really the same space as New York Comic Con as well. Um, and prior to that, the Big Apple Anime Fest. So I got a free ticket from my friend Howard, who won it from a Chevrolet contest. I didn't really inquire as to the specifics of why he was entering. Uh, I know he's a big Tesla fan. It's a contest. Yeah, it's a contest. I was going to say he's Asian. It's a contest. Like, <laughs> done. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we We made it a point to enter basically every contest that we could find because he had heard about the lie family luck um, and how i i have this knack for winning contests so i i get i think he was hoping i would win a tesla something like that win a mercedes get the hell out of here <laughs> i don't even think it would literally be legal for me to win that yeah i was gonna say don't you need to have a driver's license to win a car <laughs> yeah i i imagine it would be <laughs> and what would you do it's not like you'd give it to him you'd be like i'm gonna sell this shit on ebay <laughs> or maybe you'd get a driver's license mm, no probably ebay oh god can you sell cars on ebay yeah oh, okay i don't know if people sell new cars i mean i know people <laughs> sell used cars right new unused literally <laughs> you could start a new market for used cars <laughs> driven by people without a license <laughs> And the cops could check out your page. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be a one quick investigation, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long you can get away with something like that. Driving without a license? No, putting, <laughs> using that as like your hook to get people uh, to buy your car on eBay. The fact that <laughs> it's only been driven by people illegally? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's markets for weirder things. I, I guess if, if there's a sense of uh, naivete and, and danger and illegality. And really loving cars with scratches on them. <laughs> hey, I'm sure I would take care of my hard-won car with lots of pride. Hmm. <laughs> this is the sound of me uh, believing you. <laughs> so it was interesting being at the auto show because there were a lot of parallels to the game convention scene um there was the main show floor where the biggest names came out i guess that would be chevrolet mercedes uh oh my god my like unfamiliarity with car brands is is really coming out now and then there was a sort of side area where the you could call it the indie area um, where the smaller brands had been relegated and then there was finally the super small time mom and pop shop area with custom cars from uh, like a New Jersey auto club. Essentially, they were just like hanging out there on the floor. They didn't have a booth. They just had some floor space. But as you made your way from the smaller areas to the larger areas, there were fewer and fewer giveaways and also fewer booth babes. 
Yeah, that was what I was interested in. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. Yeah, so at the, I guess at the smallest end, um, with just, like, honestly, people with motorcycles, there were flagrant examples of women who had been hired uh, specifically to look good. Then in the small brand name area, you also had women who were literally paid just to stand around on the rotating platform next to the car. They didn't have any pad of information. They were literally not in, in a position to talk to you. Yeah, because they're rotating around. <laughs> yeah. It would have been... Excuse me, excuse me, miss, miss, like, <laughs> peace out. Yeah, it was super weird, too, because... Like, they had to rotate themselves occasionally. Like, for, for the most part, they wanted to stay still and beautiful, but they couldn't do that all the time because, like, eventually they would turn to face the wall. <laughs> 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 and that would, that would just be weird. They would occasionally have to just leisurely walk along. And it was just super weird to watch for an extended period of time. And now I'm sounding like a creeper. because I'm. Gonna... Yeah, I was going to say, which I'm sure you were doing. <laughs> Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but as you moved up the chain to the higher-end brands, the people they hired were very attractive, but they were also properly prepared with a wealth of information about the car and about the technical details um, and about the history of the brand that they could and were encouraged to interact with you. Pretty much all of them had tablets in their hands. Um, some of them either had, like hand holsters or tablet slings which i thought were really cool and howard actually got into a conversation with um, a very attractive lady who actually went into detail about how the older model of the chevy volt which was a hybrid car was recommended to only be used with premium gasoline but since the three years since its release they found that the innards just work really really well and they didn't need the premium gasoline so you could use cheaper gasoline as the fallback to the electric like that's not something you'd find on an info spec sheet anywhere that's something you have to really have some knowledge about the history of the brand for mm. so i was pretty impressed and i would say the weirdest part was when i went away from all of the major brands and i went to what you would call the dealer's area. There was a small third floor hallway, which started off with the Geico booth, actually. Geico seems to be at every freaking event. It makes the most sense when they're at the car show, but they've also been at Comic-Con and PAX. A little freaky. They did have a gecko to give away. Did it say TSM? <laughs> I didn't get it this time. So it was actually a lot more difficult to get their swag. You had to put in your information, and then you had to roll dice, like jumbo dice, in order to see what you won, whether it was uh, a water bottle or a backpack. And then you only won the gecko by playing one of three digital pinball machines and actually scoring above a certain threshold. What the hell? This isn't a piece of gold. I know. <laughs> I wanted to be like, yo, like, you should talk with your guys who were at PAX South. Like, this is a lot more difficult than the party standard for winning free stuff. Well, rolling a, a pair of dice seems like it would be much more up the alley of gamers than people at a car show. Yeah, honestly, all of this exhibit or all of this booth was much more suited to PAX than the actual PAX things were. So it was a little weird. That said, I did play. I tried to win the gecko. I couldn't win the gecko. Must have lost my Neopets touch. <laughs> and oh man, it was super weird when I went into the actual dealer's room where people were selling things. 
so at PAX, it's fun when you can go to the dealer's area and you'll see um, a lot of nerd references. You'll see like high-end gamer tables and just like strange dice bags, things you really, really want um, and things that you can't find anywhere else. But at the auto show dealer's room, it was like infomercial city. Ugh. He had everything from like sham wow knockoffs to oh god, <laughs> yeah, sounds like QVC IRL. Uh, well, this is my inexperience with cable is showing, but yeah, QVC is the much better example of all of this stuff. It was all geared to service an actual need, like needing to clean your stuff um, or needing to polish your car. But it was definitely that as seen on TV quality, as seen on TV branding, very outlandish in your face, and with a lot of booth babes just hanging around demonstrating product. I'd like to see someone, one of them spraying some sham wow somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if the sham wow is meant to dry you off like that, is it? I don't want her to spring me, but you know, I'm just picturing like a car wash commercial, you know, when they're in their little booty shorts and like some, like bringing my milkshake, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard is playing is la, 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 la. And they're like, you know, they got a soapy sponge and a spray in one hand and they're, you know, feeling everything up. I guess maybe you're inexperienced with cable TV. Or I just went way off the deep end. I think you definitely took that that one seed <laughs> and ran so far with it. <laughs> they did have product demos. <laughs> Not for car washes. <laughs> but they, they had they did have cleaning solution demos. They had like brushing up dirt demos. Oh my god, like they were like three different booths that were selling uh, heating pads, like to ease your aching bones. Uh, or muscles, um, where you like clicked something inside of it, and it would cause some chain reaction that heated things up. I think overall, it it felt super low end, almost kind of sleazy. That's not a feeling I ever got from PAX. I mean, I'm not really surprised when I think about, I guess, in my head, my image of like the kinds of people that would go to a car show. Maybe they seem kind of sleazy to me. <laughs> but I think PAX has done a good job over the years and kind of limiting the really over, maybe overzealous isn't the right word, but extravagant booth babe productions because they're all about like the no harassment. Mm -hmm. and, and I think like with all the controversies that have happened, you know, like Gamergate and all that stuff that they just don't want to be liable for anything. Right. I remember a few instances of of, of literally toning down the booth babeness. Which sucks! <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, you know, based on the news, you can't even go to your after parties for that. Oh, yeah. That Xbox or Microsoft party that they had at GDC, they had, I guess, those booth babes or whatever. I guess I don't know if there'd be a booth babe at a after party, but definitely like dancer types. And people were super turned off by Microsoft's show, I guess you could call it. Yeah, a lot of backlash. Yeah, definitely. And then someone came out and they were like, oh, like, we're very disappointed in ourselves. We're very sorry. Like, right. and they should be because like, you know, these this day and age, that stuff really is inappropriate. I mean, I know I make jokes about wanting to look at it, but, you know, I'm a female gamer and I don't feel like a booth babe represents me mm -hmm. or my friends. That said, you can definitely have attractive women at your booth. That's no problem. I think the point is just to not make their attractiveness the reason they're there right exactly because there's so much more to me as a female gamer than my chest or my ass mm -hmm. or whatever 
Yeah, and that's that's the feeling that I felt from those uh, at the auto show, the higher end booths. That these were people that were really hired to put on like the best face for the company and to really interact with people and to really engage them. That's what I like seeing from the conventions as well. Like when I can ask someone a question and and really have a have a conversation. That's that's really what I'm there for. Right. And honestly, a lot of those conversations can can end up really great. I remember going to the Assassin's Creed 3 booth at, uh, is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? Ubisoft just sounds weird. Oh, man. Uh, You'd think I would know this, but (laughs) I don't. This sounds like a perfect excuse for me to bring out my clacky Clacky, keyboard. Clacky, (laughs) clacky. How do you pronounce Ubisoft? I'm already saying Ubisoft with a Y anyway. I think that that is how it is. Perfect. Yahoo Answers. <laughs> oh, Our best friend. Ah, it is Ubisoft. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I was at the Ubisoft booth for Assassin's Creed 3 release. And I I was waiting in line to watch the demo. And at the end of the demo, you would get an inflatable hatchet, um, which the main character uses. But I didn't have enough time. Um, We were almost there at the end, but we'd just been stopped short. So I just asked the very beautiful attendant there if I could have a hatchet. You know, I got to head out. She said, sure, if you can answer a trivia question. And I thought that was the best possible response. Like this was, this made the Ubisoft booth for Assassin's Creed 3 really, really memorable for me. Because anyone else could have been like, no. You have to watch a demo. Like, no, uh, I don't have the authority to do this for you. But she wanted to make this experience fun for me. Or embarrassing if you didn't know the answer. Oh, well, yeah. So I I did not actually know the answers to her questions. Yeah, I was going to say, do you even play Assassin's Creed? <laughs> I... Admittedly, no. <laughs> no, I just wanted this, some free stuff. So, hey, I have played one. I have played two. Oh, well, you're better off than me. I tried to play three, and I actually played a lot of Black Flag. I'm totally thrown for a loop. I had no idea that you even played that game. <laughs> Think so low of me, Megan. Yep. I have played Assassin's Creed. I played the Assassin's Creed trading card game on mobile. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Oh, yeah. it's It was actually not bad. Very well produced. Story for another time. So the questions she gave me, and internally I was like, oh, Damn, like I I know literally nothing about this game. She asked me, what's the main character's name? And I'm like, oh, God, this was like a gimme. This was the underhanded, like super slow pitch. And I completely blank. And I'm like, Ezio Auditori? Which was the main character from the second game. She's like, no. (laughs) But one more try. When is the game set? And this I knew. And I had like, a Sherlock moment where I I, ha- I I really didn't know anything about the game, but my mind raced through when I had been waiting in line for this demo. And I remember seeing flashes of muskets. I remember written explanations as if you were walking through a museum of how to treat old musket wounds. Uh, I remember seeing cannons. I remember seeing uh, American flags. And I remember seeing sort of colonial uniforms as well. So combine that with Hatchet, and I was able to give the correct answer of colonial revolution. And I got a Hatchet. Well, I would definitely not have known that. (laughs) Especially according to your mom, who thought it was funny when I told her, or told her, told 
you that my eyes were glazing over during your little history lesson <laughs> that wasn't really a history lesson about little Lilliputians. Something, something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god, so coming back to that, like, I started off by saying it's a race of tiny people. Sounds like a history lesson <laughs> to me. Oh man, now I need to add a Stephen's mom tag. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, at least you got your hatchet. Yeah, I got my hatchet. I would have been like, screw this. I'm not answering your questions, lady. You would have been like, no. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, it happened sometime in the past. <laughs> and the main character's name is Inigo Montoya. Like, I don't know. She would have been like, oh, what race is the main character? And you would have been like, white. Wava human? I need to find a reason to say that every every episode. I think I would have picked Klosaik. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to close this out with Yahoo Answers? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So this week's Yahoo Answers is a very simple question, but I'm not really sure why someone's asking this. <laughs> so the question is, how do I become MLG? First of all, isn't MLG like a league? It's called Major League Gaming. How do you become MLG? <laughs> how do you join MLG? Is that what you meant to say? Like, how do you I don't know how you as a human become a league, but, you know, whatever. So most of these answers are eat a ton of Doritos and drink a ton of Mountain Dew. And then the rest of the answers are wreck scrubs and get good noob. Someone even said learn to live a thug life. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Uh, huh. Do you think that by being a thug, you were more predisposed to being a major league gamer? No. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a thug, I think you're predisposed to sell drugs and like have sex on the street. What? <laughs> Wait, what? On the street? <laughs> well, wherever. I mean, like, I'm thinking about like thug life. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a different kind of thug? Like, I'm thinking GTA right now. That's not even possible in GTA. You always have to go to someone's place. Oh, I don't. I've never played. Oh my god. I was never allowed to, and then I just never played it when I left there is, home. There is this gaping hole of open world games in your life, clearly, since you haven't played Assassin's Creed or GTA. Well, we know I don't like open world games, so yeah. that's a good reason for me to not be playing them. They are also they also do tend to be pretty bloody and pretty dark, so probably not your jam. But yes, you can have sex with people in GTA, but it's not outside, and you're usually not a thug. Well, okay, that's not true. You're, yeah, you're, you're pretty much always a thug. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, do they even have GTA for MLG? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's a competitive game. Yeah, me neither. So I was going to say, like, I don't know why learning to live a thug life would help you. you know, maybe it's like a mindset. Like, you have to be like, this is my one chance to make something of myself. Not by going to school, not by applying myself to a job. But by playing Halo for 14 hours a day, powered by Mountain Dew and, and Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> Is Halo, there's a Halo MLG. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So they also had a second answer. This is the second step in the, the three-step process to becoming MLG. Don and obey snapback cap. What is that? What's obey? I don't know. I actually, there was one answer... That said something about like no scoping, learning to no scope, and I had to look that up. I mean, I should have known. Oh, you don't right from the start what it, what it was. Yeah. But it just didn't 
click right away. So I urban dictionaried it and then I was like, oh, duh. So honestly, I'd say you've played a lot more shooters than I have. Or at least oh, well, yeah. multiplayer. Yeah. And I know how to no scope. I mean, sometimes. But <laughs> so that's is that something you actually do? What? No scope? Yeah. Well, I try. Okay. I'd say maybe like one fourth to one half the time I get it. <laughs> so not, not not in the majority. Do you ever 360? Do I ever 360? What is that? That's when you jump at somebody and while you're in midair, rather than line up the perfect shot, you're way too good for that because you're a, a mad thug lifer. You will actually spin around 360 degrees and then proceed to shoot oh, them. hells to the no. <laughs> yeah, that's a thug life right there. <laughs> like I've seen uh, Michael Padilla pull that off and that's that's some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah i don't think i've ever even seen someone do that in game and if they did i probably thought they just like dropped their controller or something <laughs> and fluked when they got back like oh whoops just happened to headshot you no that would make me rage for sure no so he's he's done the full 360 no scope and especially like in call of duty when you can see the kill cam like oh uh, you would have died you would have like punched already. your tv i know i'd throw something out the window <laughs> I would say uh, that's that should be a step. It should be the 360 no-scope, not the regular no-scope. Yeah, that's true. That should definitely be a step. After you do the 360 no-scope, do you then down some celebratory Mountain Dew? Or do you twist your snap back cap around? I was, I was going to say, we need to come up, we need to order these steps. <laughs> so first, I think we should start with eating and drinking a ton of Mountain Dew and Doritos. Right. You got to get pumped up for it. You got to have the carbs. Exactly. And then you got to have the caffeine. And if you can drink some balls in there too, that's even better. I don't know if you mix those. <laughs> what? Balls and... And Mountain Dew. Why not? You know, is it is it like, like beer and liquor? Oh. You don't... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making it up. <laughs> but you would think like one does come in a smaller can. That's true. And the other comes in a two liter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, a two-liter balls. That would be insane. I'm just thinking about, like, <laughs> the kinds of hackathons that would get me through. Land oh, parties. Geez. You got to figure they could. Like, nothing's stopping them. You could put that thing in, a like, a wine cooler. Oh. <laughs> I think we found a new idea for an eBay business. Wine cooler balls. <laughs> Repackaging. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bulk buying balls and, and empty wine coolers. <laughs> I think we're going to lose money on this one. <laughs> okay, so now we've just eaten and drank our Mountain Dew and our Doritos and our balls. And then I guess we're going to don our Obey snapback cap, whatever the hell that is. I got to look that up. Obey is sounding very familiar to me. Any excuse to get on that clacky keyboard. Exactly. Oh, I was listening to it from the Audacity, the raw Audacity recording, and it's so satisfying. I'm not talking to you. I'm jealous. It's almost better in the recording because you can hear the thrum of my computer, the thrum of the keyboard as it's like rumbling through my Ugh. desk. <laughs> Stop showing off, noob. I need to get good. Yeah, get good. Okay, so... So I'm, I'm looking at this obey cap. I still literally don't understand what this is. Is this a thing? It just looks like a cap that says obey on it. <laughs> I need to wear that around Frisbee. <laughs> okay. Wait, oh, MLG obey cap. Maybe obey is... A famous player that we don't know about. Maybe that seems likely. A little weird. <laughs> okay, someone will clearly enlighten us because I feel like 
We are literally being noobs right yep. now. So you don the cap, and then you proceed to wreck scrubs and cod by 360 no scoping them, and then you slam another mountain. Right, Dew. you celebrate with your Mountain Dew, and then your MLG. Hmm. Which means that you are just about ten dollars and a 360 no scope away from being MLG, Megan. Well, fantastic! I'm gonna get working on it right after we finish this recording. <laughs> Who doesn't need more Mountain Dew plus Doritos plus snapback caps in their lives? Thugs. Well, I'm working on it. Yo, yo. Oof. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Yo, yo. <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>